Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Hello, everybody. Andy Jacob here with the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. I have a great and interesting show today. Wait till you see where the gentleman I'm interviewing today is sitting. He's actually sitting in his vehicle. And this CEO is so busy with what he's doing, really changing the entire conversation about skilled trade and maintenance technicians. You have to hear his business. I mean, it's such a niche business, but it's blown up in such a great way. He's doing so many uh, important things with the business, with the people he's helping. Mike Vandemail is the CEO of, of course, Pro Services. And I've been able to book him on the show. He said, Jake, listen, I can come on the show, but I need to talk to you from my vehicle. So Mike, welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series today. Thank you. It's great to have you on the show. You've built a great business. I mean, prior to the show, we were talking and what you've done is really interesting. But let's start by pulling the lens back to 30,000 feet. Mike, tell us a little bit about what you do. It's such an interesting business at Pro Services. And then we're going to get into some questions that we've had about the entire industrial, commercial, you know, and residential sort of process of what you do nationwide. Okay. I was a pipe fitter by trade and I worked and went through an apprenticeship program for four years. And then I worked in the trades for other uh, contractors for about 10 years. And I decided I wanted to start my own company. So our first offering when I started the company was plumbers, pipe fitters, and welders. And we kind of specialized in pharmaceutical and pulp and paper markets. But we would do any job that somebody would give us at that point. I always said, give us the hardest, the highest, the hottest, dirtiest job you have, and we'll take it. So that's kind of how we got started. And then I started offering some other skilled trades so that the customer didn't have to pay the overhead to two or three different single contractors to get one little project done. So we added millwrights and we added uh, iron workers. So that was our primary business for 15 years, 20 years. And we kept growing the business in each one of those areas of skilled trades. But at some point, the customers were wanting to use our skilled trades to fill in for their maintenance teams because they were missing people or people going on leave or vacation. So as that started progressing, it was like started to notice the number one, the shortage of maintenance technicians versus skilled tradespeople. So in thinking that through, 
one of my great customers in the pulp and paper industry. He said to me one night, and we just got into a discussion about the difference between maintenance and skilled trades. And he said, Mike, what would it take to provide a maintenance individual similar to your skilled tradespeople with the same professionalism and the same education? So that's when I really started digging deep and thinking about the maintenance industry, especially in manufacturing in the United States. And today, every manufacturer out there is looking for maintenance technicians. So when, when I was evaluating that, I'm like, you know, what, what's it take to be a maintenance technician versus a skilled trade? Skilled trade guy is an individual, considers himself an expert and very critical training in one field. On the other hand, a maintenance technician, his main priority is to keep the machinery running. And if it's something over and above his skill sets, then call in the skilled trades guys. So that's kind of uh, how FMT evolved. FMT stands for full maintenance team. And so we just started playing around with it. And I said, okay, we're going to develop a maintenance technician with a proper education that a skilled trades guy goes through. So as we started hiring these guys, we found the need to hire them was just as almost as hard for us to hire them as it was for the end user to hire them. So I said to my team, I said, we have to develop them. We can't do the same thing everybody else is doing. Everybody else is out there. They're advertising on job boards or you know, looking at resumes, we need a maintenance mechanic. Even somebody's had five years or 10 years experience. And I said, we're going to take a different approach. We're going to develop them. We're going to start by developing our own curriculum. What a real curriculum would look for, look like for a maintenance technician instead of a skilled trades guy. So as we did that, we were, we worked with several entities and put together what we call a, it's a two-year curriculum to be a maintenance technician. Um, Their actual title is industrial reliability technician. So they're well-rounded in all the different facets of the skilled trades guys, but they're not an expert in any one of them. So today, you know, we're, we have our, what we call our pro university and we hire individuals to go to school, they go to school 40 hours a week. They do that in class for 12 weeks. And then the rest of the two-year program is online classes and lab classes. And today we're one of the only ones in the United States with a certified Department of Labor certificate for maintenance technicians. They actually come out after two years of completing the program they have a certificate saying they've completed all this coursework and practical work. And they're now a IRT industrial reliability technician. Mike, that's so fascinating. I mean, what an entrepreneurial journey. You started as a pipe fitter. And as you were a pipe fitter, many, many years ago, you decided there had to be a better way. You got into this, business, providing skilled tradesmen and and women, of course. And then you said to yourself, from talking to a client, 
you had this bright idea, this light bulb go off about maintenance technicians. And then let's talk about maintenance technicians. I mean, are they are they hard to find? Is everybody looking for them? I mean, is it a is it a a a, a, a uh, an employment opportunity that just is burgeoning at the seams right now? Where are we at with maintenance technicians right now? We're uh, as far as industrial manufacturers are getting ready to fall off a cliff due to the demand for maintenance technicians. Um, I've been preaching to some of our customers for three, four, five years, a cliff is coming. And now we're starting to see customers, industrial manufacturers calling us. They're panicking, saying, I wish we would have listened to you four or five years ago. So we're still, you know, we're working with them, but there's a, to me, they're one of the biggest crises we have in our United States today is the need for uh, very well-trained maintenance technicians to keep our machinery running. Yeah, now you've got this pro-university. I love the name of that, of course. And it's a maintenance <laughs> technician, a university and apprenticeship program. It sounds like a great idea. I mean, because let's say I... I'm someone that's looking for direction or I'm someone that loves, you know, you know, technical things. I love, you know, mechanical things. I love maintenance things. I'm saying to myself, what am I going to do? Well, all I need to do is go to the pro university. Right. And then after, exactly. after I go to the pro university, I mean, I have to imagine there's going to be a job for me or, or maybe five or 10 different job offers. Right. They probably right. Right today, if they had just completed the program, they'd probably have 30 different jobs to pick from. Is that right? <laughs> now, are these jobs yeah. nationwide, worldwide? Where are these jobs that they get to pick from if they just finished the pro university today? The jobs are nationwide. We currently have employees in 22 different states working in plants for industrial manufacturing. And these, these individuals, and we, we're finding, we don't even, we say kids sometimes, but it's like we have individuals coming to us that are in a career, they've been in it, and they're like, you know, I want to change careers. And or we've got young kids that coming out of high school that said, you know, I really don't want to go to college. I want to, I want to learn a trade. It's a perfect opportunity for a wide range of individuals, even, like I say, people we've had one of my famous stories is I hired a guy as a maintenance to be an industrial maintenance technician. He was working in a bowling alley six, seven days a week. And he was the responsible for all the pin setting machines. If something went wrong with them to fix it and keep it running. And I'm like, if you can do that with a little additional training from our curriculum at pro, I said, your, your, your entire everything's going to change for it. And he goes, I'm ready. Let's go. This guy was in his forties, but one of the things that makes it able for an individual to do that is we pay these individuals $16 an hour plus health benefits to go to school. The minute they graduate after the three months and get their certificate, they're entering the, the industry anywhere from 21 to $30 an hour. It all depends on how they dug in and what they really wanted to learn going through the 12, the first three months. Yeah. It's a life changing so event. I mean, it's incredible. Mike, when we think about it and we think about the three months going through, you know, your, 
your schooling. At the end of three months, there's further learning online, correct? There's a lot, a lot of further learning online. And, yeah. and, and what's the actual certificate that they receive once they go through the pro-university? The certificate is a Department of Labor-issued certificate labeling them with, as an uh, industrial reliability technician. There's never been a maintenance technician or reliability technician uh, in our country. I mean, there's a lot of people doing it, but it's really one of the only occupations out there that's never been, in my mind, very well professionalized like anything else. It's like, you know, you expect a guy to work on a, keep your multi-million dollar piece of machinery running is 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And he's got no real credibility or real proper training. But yet, if you go get your hair cut or go to get your teeth cleaned, those individuals have to go through 12, you know, 12 months and get a certificate. It's like, I can sometimes think of what are we doing? This is crazy. I mean, and it goes on and on from there on there and the inefficiency, the lack of productivity, just from a lack of training. Yeah, it's incredible. Now, Mike, if somebody wants to take the three-month course, where do they go to take it? I mean, do they come to your neck of the woods to take it? And, and what's the plan to get this out into throughout the entire country? <laughs> well, right now, they would physically, for the first three months, come to Kalamazoo, Michigan. And that's where they would go through that. Then we can relocate them wherever they want to go back to. That's great. And then they can finish most, most of the rest of that online. But our future plans are, we're kind of scoping out uh, Atlanta, Georgia at this point in time. We're going to duplicate our Pro-U in two other places. And it looks like Atlanta's our next uh, spot to do that. So... Yeah, I could definitely see this pro-U going nationwide because of the demand for maintenance technicians throughout the country. I mean, and it's such a great opportunity. Now, let's talk about something that caught my attention when you mentioned I wanted to make sure I heard it right. You pay them to go to school. <laughs> let's talk about that. <laughs> we do. Uh, we're investing in these people. We're looking for very high-quality people. And... We invest in them and pay them to go to school. Like I say, there's a lot of individuals, like the guy that was working in the bowling alley making 12 bucks an hour. He's now today, he's probably in his sixth year working in the industry. And he calls me like once a year or I sometimes run into him. He's like, I can't thank you enough for changing my life. He's, he's making $40 an hour. <laughs> That's you know? great. You know, so like I say, it's to be able to attract the right talent Cause to me, it's all about the talent, the right talent, the right mindset. We can teach them anything and away we go. I love it. But Let's talk about the kind of people that are coming to the pro you, you know, they have to be very, very, you know, smart. They have to be a go getter, I guess, to a certain degree. How do you determine whether somebody qualifies to come into the pro you and take the classes? We have quite an extensive program. Um, we use a couple of different profiles, and then we do a skills assessment. So there's three different profiles you go through to be selected. 
and we probably select probably 10% makes it through. I kind of call it when I said, when I first started this and I would sit down and talk to individuals, I was the one that would interview every individual just because it's so new of a profession, you know, it's not known as a profession out there. It's more known as you go to work for the end user and you're going to work at their plant and you're going to work there for until you retire and do maintenance. Our program is much different than that. A lot of better, you know, different benefits, incentives. So. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. It makes sense. Now, there's a Department of Labor component here as well. I mean, I'm thinking to myself, how hard was it to connect with the Department of Labor and get this connection between what you're doing and what they want to be done? I think it took us uh, four years working with the Department of Labor. And it was basically their mindset was any apprenticeship program for a skilled trades individual they said it would take, it takes four years to qualify. And we had to go through some extensive uh, exercises to show them that we can train, you know, because there was never a really an occupation where there was certification for maintenance technicians. We really had to show them that we could actually develop a, what I call blue angel maintenance technician in two years. So that, that was the hurdle. It took a long time, but they finally came back and they said, yes, we've never seen anything like this. And yes, we agree. So. Wow. That's fantastic. Mike, before I let you go, I know again, you're in the car, you're in between interviews, you're in between (laughs) appointments. I mean, you're going to, you know, the pro university. I mean, you're talking to people all day long. I want to talk about entrepreneurship. Because listen, you know, you've got a great story. This is the all-American story that, you know, right here. For the younger entrepreneurs watching the show, Mike, who maybe are hitting a tough time, maybe they're hitting a roadblock, maybe they're hitting a pothole in the road, what kind of advice can you give to the entrepreneurs that are hitting a tough time right now on what it takes to keep on pushing? I I start out with work hard. There's no substitute for working hard. And I also say dream big. You have to believe in what you're doing. You have to be able to see it. So work hard, dream big. And I've always said to all my people, and there was a book I read this and it said, no matter how ugly it gets, no matter how bad it gets, no matter what's happening, never, never, never give up. Wow. That's so good. And I mean, I'm not, so- it's, 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 it's not all easy. <laughs> It's you know. not all easy, but listen, you keep on pushing. And for the entrepreneurs watching the show, it's very poignant. Rewind what Mike just said. I mean, work hard, dream big. You know, I just saw an interview because I do watch interviews as well, besides doing interviews with a very okay. famous rock and roll performer. And he said, a lot of people ask me how I became so good at playing guitar and how I became <laughs> so famous. And he said, it's just the bottom line is I just work harder than you do. And that's what's his answer. And I think that's what you're saying, right, Mike? I think, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. And the other thing I always enforce to him, you know, the truth is always the best, no matter what. I mean, there's some customers I had to walk in and say, you know, I'm really running into a problem with this, but I have a solution for it. 
and I'm going to figure it out. You I know? love it. So I always say, that's, always say, do the right thing. I mean, you got to do the right thing. It's I love it. And you've done it your entire career since 1987 at Pro Services. I mean, first off and still continuing to provide skilled trades and and, you know, in the industrial, commercial, and residential space. And then, of course, this, this maintenance technician pro-university is fantastic. We're going to watch that and watch it grow because we need those people to be able to keep the, the country moving, to be able to keep the country moving forward and so that it doesn't grind to a halt, right? Absolutely. That's, that's my biggest fear, the biggest crisis. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to see it grind so, into a halt. So you're a big component. You're sort of the oil in that machine to make sure it keeps going. I wanted to thank you so much for fitting me in in between all your other calls oh, today, Mike. I know it's oh, thank you. It's, on the show, but I was super excited to have you. I think what you're doing is really interesting. And our entrepreneurs are going to learn that, you know, you can take anything, you know, from starting as a pipe fitter like Mike did and then building this burgeoning business. It's a great entrepreneurial story. I wanted to thank you so much for coming on the show today, Mike. It's been really inspirational. Thank you. Thank you so much. We got to get the word out there because what, what people don't realize if people would sit down and do the stats and look at how many, the number of maintenance technicians we have currently working in the United States today and if they look in seriously at the average age of those maintenance technicians, it's a very scary picture. <laughs> so I'm trying to do everything I can to help it out. 